Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Welcome back to another episode of Sovereign Self. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and today we are going to discuss the boundaries where reality meets spirituality. But before we get into that interface of spirituality and the quote-unquote 3D reality world, I would like to invite you into the possibility that perhaps you also have spiritual gifts that are available to you. And if you're curious and would like to explore that possibility and maybe open to thinking about that, you can go to superpowerquiz.us, take 60 seconds and find out what your particular spiritual gifts are. So now I would like to shift back to my guest for this discussion today, Rose Henry. She's an intuitive coach and has been working with people for over 26 years. She has a deep passion for all things spiritual, including tarot, angels, reiki, crystals, mindfulness, and meditation. Rose shares her knowledge with many men and women, helping them match their spiritual energy to their physical energy. She teaches with an open heart how to use techniques to be in the present moment. Well, I'm so happy to have you here with me, Rose. Welcome. Thank you so much, Sophia. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm really excited to be part of this wonderful um, chat session. Absolutely. So let's, uh, let's wind back a little bit because we rarely start where we're at at this moment, right? Absolutely. <laughs> so yeah. let, let's go back to before. What mm-hmm. was your life like before you really started to connect Okay, so I connected um, as a young child and I connected more in a soulful way. And um, when I was 11, I kind of um, started to listen to all of my uh, peers and my parents and my siblings and switched a button off, I think. And when I was 29, I um, let's pause for a second. Oh, okay. Switching the button off. Yes. Yes. What was the event or events that kind of led to that switch off? Yes. So um, we lived in Wales, in South Wales, in United Kingdom. And my mom and dad decided to move us all to Africa. And we did That's a change. (laughs) Holy buckets. Definitely. And we thought we were going to get off the plane and there was going to be lions. But of course, it was very nice and civilized. We went to Southern Africa, landed in Johannesburg. And when we landed, I missed, you know, we had a very close relationship with our grandmother and she was still in Cardiff. And so we missed her so much. And I used to, I believe now when I look back, that I was astro projecting to visit her every night because she was such an important member of our family. She was just an amazing, beautiful soul. And when I said this to my parents and I said this to my family, I really think that they thought I lost the plot. (laughs) (laughs) 
And so not an uncommon reaction. Yes, because, they, you know, my grandmother read tea leaves, but my mom was never into the spiritual stuff. So she kind of tried to veer me away. She said it was in my imagination and I couldn't have possibly been with my nan. Now I realize I was definitely with my grandmother. But um, at the end of the day, when I was about 11 and a half, I just started to believe what I was told. Mm-hmm. And I think when you believe what you're told, your whole habit of understanding yourself is about maybe becoming a reflection of what my mum wanted me to be rather than just understanding, just be who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, and society, not just the family, but society yes. as a whole sets you up with that. It's almost like a Chinese water torture. Absolutely, yeah. You know, it can't be that way. You're separate. You're separate. These things can't happen. That's not reasonable. And yeah, it works on you. And, you know, when you think about it, well, when I think about it, you know, your grandmother and her home has certain, you know, scents. And she always had this like a long white, always a long white cotton nighty or whatever. And she was a widow when she was quite young. And so we used to stay with her quite often. And I know every night, even though we were thousands of miles apart, I know that Every night I, I would smell her hair. She was a smoker. I mean, in those days, people smoked. And I would smell her hair and I would feel like I was home because we were in a foreign country. We were with traditions that we weren't used to and cultures. And when I could go to sleep and just go to that zone where my grandmother was, I felt I was at home. Mm. And so they used to find me in the pantry because I used to sleepwalk. But it was just that I think my energy, you know, your energy leaves your body every night to replenish in soul space. And that's why sometimes you feel like you're falling because a dog or a cat might meow or bark and it brings your soul space right back into your physical and you feel like you're dropping. Yes. So I don't know if anybody's ever experienced that, but that's where your soul replenishes, your body sleeps and replenishes, your soul goes to its soul space. So I believe that when I was going to my soul space and and astro projecting to my grandmother, of course, my physical might have just taken a little dander down to the the (laughs) pantry. And my mom would see me huddled in the pantry and um, I was sleepwalking, but possibly because my energy was helping my physical to move, even though my um, my soul was actually flowing over to my grandmother. Yeah, exactly. And it's a nice memory. I remember it so vividly. Beautiful, beautiful yes. memory. So at about this age, you relented to the relentless uh, <laughs> yes. press of uh, this can't possibly be right. Uh, so what finally brought you back into? Yeah. Well, then I, I was always spiritual, but of course my family weren't. They were more religious than spiritual, which is fine, whatever the belief. So, so tell, tell me the distinction between the two for you. Yes. Okay. So the distinction for me is uh, we were brought up um, a Methodist and we used to go to church and we used to sing and, um, you know, do the collection and do Sunday school. And, um, but spiritual is your soul essence. So spiritual is a feeling, a deep feeling in your heart that shines a light into people around you. And so you carry the wisdom of your soul 
as you are born into this world and you're born with the gift of your free will and your breath, you carry this gift of the light of your soul. So, yes, it's good to have foundations, solid foundations and religion and a good basic foundation, but never forget that you're also beautiful. Your other part of your physical is your spiritual. And so many of us have switched the the sixth sense off because it's not something that's taught. You're taught religion. You're not taught spirituality. Yeah, well, and in my case, part of the reason I switched my own off when I was quite young uh, was because of the religion that was in our household. And my mother had very intense beliefs that you, you don't have that kind of interaction with the divine. You don't have those sorts of gifts. That's something that happened back in those Bible times. Yes. And anything you see now of that, well, that's Satan. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, well, of course I switched it off, right? <laughs> but isn't that sad? Yeah. Because it is part, it is ultimately part of every single beautiful soul that is born. You're born with a soul. Yeah. Exactly. And if you look at literally what Jesus says, not what the church says, he says, all these things that I do, you will do these things and more. You all have this inside of you, is what he's saying. Mm -hmm. The church doesn't like that a lot of times. (laughs) There's a fair amount of power and control that goes with some religious organizations. And so, yeah, they dial that way down. Yeah, because I suppose there can be fear around something that's unknown, that's not mm-hmm. tested. You know, you know, scientists, I mean, uh, I'm speaking to somebody that You're understands. A recovering scientist, yeah. yes. <laughs> so scientists need proof, yeah. but, but proof equals trust. Trust is to release unto the soul totally. So proof is physical and trust is spiritual. There's the yin and yang. Yeah. And there's the karmic value, the good and the the, the um, opposite of it. So Absolutely. there's no good or bad. And I just, uh, I think sometimes we can get those lines um, um, sort of merged and then we, we're not sure, let's just be physical then. Let's just have a habit of going and saying, thank you, God. And what are we doing? We're thanking God and universal energy because it's a flow. Yeah. Well, and one of the things that I noticed, you talked about this cycle of like trust and proof and trust and proof. Um, When I woke up myself several decades down the road, (laughs) I shut myself down a long time. Um, There was this cycle of my higher self trying to show me, yes, you can trust this. And the scientists would sit there and go, oh, no, I'm going to discount it for this and this and this and this. Mm -hmm. And I I went through several cycles of here, here's another way in which your gifts can act. Here's another way in which your gifts can act until they finally brought me to one that had scientific medical documentation attached to it. (laughs) And that's what my scientific self needed to be able to go, okay, all right, I I do not have all the answers and some of this, all of this probably, <laughs> right? <laughs> because it's a, it's a process, right? There's, yes. there's this tippy toe that goes in first. Okay, some of this might be valid. <laughs> and do you know, I mean, if you think of an experiment from a physical point of view, 
you, you, you put things and you test things and you see the outcomes, the solutions, and then there's uh, what, what, what was the outcome of that, that experiment. So uh, we are an experiment. We're a physical experiment having a spiritual experience or a spiritual experiment having a physical experience, whichever way you want to look at it. Yeah, And people just are nervous. Well, a lot of my friends, when I was, um, well, until I was 29, I didn't switch it back on because I wanted to be seen as one of the people that, like, we're all, you know, we're all being herded. So I didn't want anybody to think I was thinking outside the box. Yeah. Yeah. And again, that comes down to fear. Well, and belonging is yes, a really important it. thing to have yeah. a space in which you belong. Yes. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. So, so um, tell me what kind of drew you out of the, the herd, so to speak. Yes. So um, it was really interesting when I was 29. Um, I had this. It was just amazing. It was, and, and unless you, I suppose, unless you've been through something like that, it's very difficult to to imagine. But I was sleeping next to my husband. We were in South Africa because we'd moved back to Wales, and then I'd moved back to South Africa and met my beautiful husband, who's actually from Ireland. And um, I was sleeping next to him. It was two o'clock. <laughs> Isn't two it o'clock. funny how we have to go to the other side of the world yes. sometimes to meet people? <laughs> So amazing. Just so down amazing. the road. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're back in Ireland. I mean, yeah. So, so in any way, uh, I was sleeping next to him and there's light. My, my, I'm not lying when I say that my ceiling and my roof just disappeared. There was no ceiling in my house. There was no roof. All I had was this beautiful tunnel of white, perfect, beautiful light shining down onto my bed and I thought Trevor would wake up and of course he didn't and yeah, I, well, <laughs> I thought I was dreaming <laughs> I thought I was dreaming you know like sure. when you think you want to pinch yourself exactly and it was it was pretty intense I hid first of all I hid and then I saw this golden halo I couldn't see a face but this golden halo and the words came out fear not for God is with you and that's so when you look at the Bible stories, when an angel appears, mankind is scared. And the words they say is, fear not, for yeah. God is with you. And as soon as I heard those words, um, I, I connected to Archangel Gabriel. Oh, that is and so, I feel like, so yes, lovely. I feel like my light got, the light switched me back on again. And then I got really um chin back in. I feel like I'm a radio station sometimes and the, <laughs> and the energy just tunes you in. And yeah. it was amazing. It was like I couldn't get enough books. I couldn't read enough. I couldn't because I'm looking for proof, of course. Yeah, I, was still, I was still looking for proof. Absolutely. I'm, I'm going to pause you right here in your story because we have arrived already at our first break. <laughs> wow. Can you believe? I know. <laughs> So I would like to invite all the listeners out there while we're going to break, grab your pen, grab your paper, and think about some of the ways in which society has discouraged you from exploring this aspect of yourself. And dig back into your childhood and reach into those memories. Were there some, quote unquote, magical or miraculous moments for you as a child that you kind of stuffed away in the back of your mind and maybe might want to 
dig them out, brush them off a little bit, and hang with us. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Go to TellZofia, that's T-E-L-L-Z-O-F-I-A dot com. Drop me a quick note and let me know. How has this show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That's TellZofia.com. Your opinion is critical in informing where I take the show next. Thank you so much and live soul first. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and I am still here with Rose Henry. And when we left, she'd had this amazing visitation, if you will, from an angel who kind of flipped her back on. So you said you it was activating for you. You went and found a bunch of books and read everything that you could. So pick it up. Yeah. So, Sophia, um, I just love that we're talking about this because – I'm sure so many people out there have had an experience that they don't really understand how to explain and they're nervous to trust it. But believe me that sometimes these experiences are there to shine a light. I wish that light was so vivid. So then I had all these questions because, of course, we are um, hardwired to ask the questions and then I needed to see, was I like overthinking it? Did I imagine it? Because that's what your first thing is. That you yeah, do. It's, it's all that logical mind stuff yes. happens, yep. right? So yep. I read loads and loads of books. Um, and then eventually I was led to um, a wonderful spiritual teacher. Um, tell, tell me how you were led to that teacher, because I always love seeing yes. the explanation of how the breadcrumbs showed up for you. Yes. Yeah, so I have always been interested in cards, in the energy of the cards, because I believe cards are the garden system, uh, the North Star that can show you so much advice through your own physical. And um, I was very lucky to work with quite a few girls um, that had similar interests. And one of these beautiful people told me about somebody that she was doing work with or um, she was actually having readings with I never particularly wanted to go for a reading because I love my own cards and I love doing my own readings it's quite funny so <laughs> so you would never believe what I did well I, I have to share this with you because you're gonna giggle so I um, decided okay 
I'm going to, because I've read all the books, so I'm going to write down questions. I had 10 questions written down <laughs> for this person that was going to give me a reading that I didn't know so, from a bar of soap. You, you have, you've <laughs> set up your, your metaphysical experiment. <laughs> this is, I, think, I think I was going through, you know, the wheels turning. Yeah. So um, I didn't really expect much. I mean, how bad is this? But anyway, I didn't really well, expect. I thought, but that's a good way to go into an experiment. It's like yes. I, I have no expectations. No, Let's just I have see. no expectations. Um, I don't believe in anyone telling my future. I tell my own future. I'm in my own present moment. I've always been like that way since I was little. And so I went into this person's house. He was amazing. His name was Lionel. And um, he laughed. He looked at me when I sat down and he said, Rose, what are you doing at my table? And I said, sorry. <laughs> and he was laughing and he said, you are so logical that I don't know. You are so yellow. He just saw auras. Mm. You are so yellow. He said, you have such a logic that I don't know how you managed to find your way to my table. So then, <laughs> and then I challenged him. I mean, he must have thought, wow, she's so cheeky. And I, he said, have you ever had a reading before? I said, no. So he said, so what brought you to my table? So I said, well, you know, I had a connection with somebody and she told me about you. And I, I'd had other people being brought to my attention, but nobody that I would even remotely be interested in. But yeah. I didn't tell him that. But in any way, I said, well, so. Let me pause for a second. Mm. Um, tell me the texture or, or how you perceived this person's, the suggestion of this person differently than the suggestion of those other people. I liked it because I'll tell you why. When she was talking about Lionel, she said he used to be a science teacher. Ah. He used to be in a relationship. He had two children and he was not gay because he was Jewish, Orthodox Jewish. Oh, yeah. And that's not. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. And <laughs> yeah. he, from when he was three, he had um, told his parents that he was a German soldier in the 60s. Oh, wow. And oh, he my. said his name was Kurt. And he told them the name of the German town in South Africa. And they said, how do you know? And he called Nazis. He was a Nazi. Mm -hmm. And they said, how do you know? And he said, because he's sitting here next to me. <laughs> so his parents, his parents took him seriously and they asked yeah. at school. They changed his school because his first school wouldn't allow him to have another chair next to him when Kurt was with him in the class. Oh, wow. You know, and I... I really love that story because I've always had the opinion that we play all the roles at some point. You know, the, yeah. the life I'm in right now, that this just happens to be the role I'm experimenting in this life. Yeah. There are other lives where I was harsh and judgmental and, you know, would never have, what I want to say, held space for another person or a lot of the things yes. that I do now. Yes. Because we play all the roles. We yeah, try we on all we the hats eventually. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, our soul is integrating and healing spaces within itself so that we can grow our, our conscious and our subconscious mind. And um, so I just loved the idea of him being this beautiful person that has now stood in his true light. 
And maybe that's what attracted me because I was finding my true light and I still had all my family that my dad, until he passed, called me a fortune teller. Well, I'm definitely not a fortune teller. <laughs> but he was of the old ways and he thought well, that you that, shouldn't mess with that. Yeah. You know? Well, and, and that's what they called it back in the day, yes, right? Yeah. So, in any way, so um, I sat at his table and I laughed with him and um, I said to him, well, I'm not here for a reading. And he said, sorry? He said, did you ever have a reading? And I said, no, never. And he said, so why are you here? And I said, well, I have questions for you. <laughs> <laughs> and I told him that I have dreams and my grandmother comes and sits with me. My mum, on my mum's side, my mum, I was very close to her mother, but my dad's side, I didn't really get to know his mother. And so when she passed, she would come and sit with me and talk to me. And I really got to know her after she passed. Yes. And we would talk and I had my two boys and she had three boys and we really got to know each other. And I thought, am I imagining this? But when you go to dream state, you go to your soul state. And then your soul is so fast, the frequency, that they can drop their frequency to come in and meet you in dream state. And it's a lot easier to meet. Yes. Yes. So I had this list of questions that I went through because I didn't want a reading. I just wanted him to answer my questions. And then as soon as I felt that he was laughing with me, not at me, and he was explaining how does that work, I found my first teacher. Yes. And he was amazing, amazing. I mean, I learned so much from him. I tried to take my husband there, actually, and my husband's not (laughs) spiritual at all. And we used to go to a meditation class there like once a week, and I said, just join me with the ones. And my husband just walked out of the room. He couldn't take it that we were all sitting there just uh, breathing, and he had to go and sit in the lounge. And Lionel said to me, why did you bring him? And I said, I wanted him you think that everybody will experience it the same as you do? Yeah, no, and we all experience it differently. Yes, and he's a young soul, and I'm an old soul, so we are two different frequencies. So I thought that I could just drag him along for the ride, but that didn't work out. (laughs) (laughs) So how, how do you negotiate that in your marriage? I know a lot of people end up in this frustrating position where one partner is uh, kind of spiritually ahead of the curve yes. and the other one is just not ready to go there. So I'm very, very blessed because I follow my mantra of how good do we get? So for 38 years, we've been married, uh, been together 38 years. We've been married 36 years this year. And he is my, my heartbeat and he respects 1000% what I do. So he has always respected. I've always had a room in every home I've lived in that I call my voodoo room. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a healer, so I do hands-on healing. Exactly, your sacred space. (laughs) Yes, and so this space is all rose, wisdom, soul space, and he's always uh, made sure that there's been a space where I can um, step into that light. And so I'm so blessed, but I think that God has something to do with that because, um, I mean, I wasn't even going to get married. I met this mad Irishman with a wicked sense of humor, and I was so serious. You know, I was so, like, um, conservative, and he drank. I mean, I didn't touch a drink till I was 26, and he drank and he swore, and I never said 
boo to anybody. And <laughs> it was so funny. We just connected. And um, from that day, we've been, that beautiful connection has just grown and grown. And like, he's my heartbeat. I wouldn't have anybody else. He's just, he gets me. He gives me space. He starts to trust a little bit more than when I first met him. <laughs> Well, because, because he sees. Well, and he and you give him the space to come yes. at his pace. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I there mean, were there were two key things I heard in that story. The first was respect. And yes. it is respect both directions. Mm, yes. Is, is what I'm hearing out of that. And then the allowing yes. of him to come at his pace and his allowing of you to go at yours. Yes. I mean, he sometimes makes jokes about what I do. But he doesn't do it disrespectfully. He does it tongue-in-cheek, which you need to know when it's a joke or when he's being disrespectful. But I'm that type of person that I wouldn't accept it if he was disrespectful anyway. <laughs> like, oh, no. <laughs> but I, yeah, I just, um, I think sometimes maybe it's nice that we're both very different because it could be very intense if we were both in that same space. Yeah. Well, and I think... There's less expectation of the other person matching you step for step when you can recognize that they're just, they're very different. They're designed very differently. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I'm very, very blessed. I've got two sons and they're just like their dad. So, they just have no understanding and they have no interest in how I want to do things. But from when they were born, you know what I've told them? You are a child of the universe. You belong to the universe. You don't belong to us. And so many parents, like, they look at me like, what? Yeah, but, no, your child is an extension yes. of yourself and is a mini-me, right? No, 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 definitely not. So <laughs> my children are their own beautiful creations. They created themselves through their soul space and they were born into themselves and they use me as the vessel to be born from. And I will always be there to guide them, but I will not be there to steal their own dreams. Their dreams belong to themselves. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs> What were we discussing before we went off on the marriage? Um, <laughs> about uh, going to Lionel and then starting yes. up an yes. understanding. That's yes, that's right, because you'd, you'd found your teacher that way. Yes. And I find it interesting that we, our first teachers tend to have kind of parallel path with us. Yes. And, and I think that's sort of important in a teacher. Yeah, and that is important, the, the important to path, trust it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It, it helps with the trust to yes. know that this person understands where I'm coming from. Yes, yeah. and I like that he laughed, you know, he didn't, I mean, I could have gone there with these questions and he would have said, well, you're here for a reading, but he didn't. He took the time to say, first of all, why are you here? Because you're so logical. And then let's have a look at your questions. Let's see if we can answer some of them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. As opposed to being upset or offended or whatever. I know some people are set off by like a skeptic that walks into this. It's like, no, they're they're in a good place. Skepticism has a healthy place. Mm -hmm. So don't take that personally. (laughs) Break out your four agreements again and read it. (laughs) Reread that. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I do believe that people are putting your path. Um, whether it's for five seconds, five minutes, or five years, or 50 years, um, they serve a purpose. Yeah. 
And um, somewhere upstairs, before we were even born, we had a contract that said, I will be your first teacher, and are you sure you want me to teach you? And we have found each other through a frequency. Yeah, that's beautiful. And I love, I love um, learning. I mean, yeah. there's, so, there's not a day goes by when we don't learn from one another. Absolutely. And guess what? We're already up on our second break. <laughs> oh, wow. So, so we'll take that break before we shift into the learning aspect of this, um, this journey that we're Lovely. on together Thank you, today. So hang with us. We will explore how the energy flows and okay. some of the gifts that you were born with and how to use them daily. So hang with us. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Leave a quick voice message at 520-261-6827 and let me know, how has the show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That number, 520-261-6827. Thank you so much for your feedback. It's crucial in informing where I take the show next. Thank you and go out and live soul first. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and I am here with Rose Henry. And before we went on break, we were going to shift into learning mode a little bit. Discovery mode. I like discovery mode better. (laughs) So I know you have a couple of gifts you like to introduce people to that they were born with. Yes. So what are these gifts that they should be looking for? So I um, love the idea of helping all of my beautiful souls realize that when you are born, you flick your switch on, your light bulb, to become a physical being and you're illuminated to the world. Mm -hmm. And as you flick that light on and you become illuminated, you are given the two gifts that are with you for your life that you can use as tools. You are given your breath, your breath, the deep breath of fire from your pelvis to your tummy to your heart, your throat, your mind. And you're given that gift so that whenever you're stressed or overwhelmed, you bring that deep breath up and you release it to the sky above you and you bring back balance. Mm. 
And we have forgotten the gift of breath. And we have actually, a lot of us have gone into the gift of two with the breath, where you go from your heart to your throat, your heart to your throat. And when something really stresses you, you lose that, even the breath of two, and you go into a panic. Mm, yes. So to learn the breath of five, the pelvis to the tummy, to the heart, to the throat, to the mind, to the sky above you, to God above you, and then bring it back. And as you bring it back, you bring back your balance. Mm. So that's the first gift. The second gift is to use your breath to have free will. Oh, do tell. <laughs> so free will is given to every single person at, at birth. And when we come into this beautiful soul space as a perfect um, soul essence, the baby, we don't have any conditioning. As we then go from zero to seven years of age, we, we have vulnerability kicking in depending on our lifetime, depending on the people we are with, and we start to form habits based on their beliefs. Mm. Then the fear goes into the pelvis, from the knees to the pelvis, and that triggers from seven to 14 where we go into self-confidence and self-esteem, and then to the tummy, which is, of course, the knots in the tummy from 14 to 21 when we start to mature. Sure. Mm -hmm. Now, if you use your breath as a gift to say, in this moment, I have choice. I have the free will to breathe up and out what no longer serves me and to change the channel. And I'll give you an example. So if you were watching TV and somebody or radio listening, I like to listen to the radio, I'm not into TV, I love to listen to 80s music. So that's my, <laughs> that's, that's my yeah, little you, naughty secret. You and my husband. <laughs> I love it, like dancing in the kitchen. But imagine if my husband came in the kitchen and decided to put it on to a channel that just constantly played about coronavirus, coronavirus, coronavirus. And it was on 24-7, seven days a week, and I couldn't get away from it. Yes. Well, your free will gives you the opportunity to take the first breath to the count of five, bring back the balance to be strong enough to change the channel. Mm. What channel or, or do you want? Or to even see that there's an option to change yes, the channel. Yes. Because I know a lot of people have this experience, especially when they're in the early phases of waking up and before you've woken up where it's like, well, I don't have a choice. I hear that a lot. Well, I don't have a choice. This is just how it is. Yeah. Yeah. And those two gifts are your two gifts that your soul blessed you with when you were born. And so are you prepared? Change is hard. Change is cleansing or crying, healing, and new growth emerging. Yeah. But change is growth. So if you're prepared to change the channel, change being the ultimate word there, you're prepared to change the picture. Mm. Little steps. What if you're scared to go outside your door? So today, just for today, I'll just put one step over my threshold and I'll stand on the doorstep and I'll feel that breeze around my face. And I'll observe what happens outside yes. of me as well as what happens inside of yes. me. Yes. And see, how does it feel that you've been locked inside your home and now you take a step outside? What if 
you have fear of change relationship, change career. You're not supposed to just run headstrong into it. You're supposed to taste with your free will. Am I ready to change the channel? Am I not changing the channel because I'm not taking the breath I was born with to find balance to make the choice? Mm. And so your heart has four chambers. It has earth, wind, fire, and water. And so those chambers, the earth is to ground you, to not make you feel vulnerable. And, and the fire is to give you passion for your life. And the water is to cry a river to cleanse yourself. And the wind, not the naughty wind, the normal wind, is to let the leaves, <laughs> is to let the leaves come off the tree so that you get um, new buds coming in. But if any of those things are clogged in your heart, you sit with dis-ease and you go into a dis-ease or disease situation. You need to release the clogs with your breath to bring back the ease. Yeah. Well, and I, in my experience for many years, I was trapped by things like fear and anxiety. If I do this, and then I would have these stories that would arrive, well, this will happen or that'll happen or the other thing will happen. And it doesn't necessarily follow. And yes. sometimes we're raised with bad stories. Yes. Not and, supportive and stories. It, yeah. And you can wear a bracelet. So I would wear a lovely uh, um, crystal bracelet and I would take it off. So if you're feeling fearful about going to that interview, meeting a new person, making a big choice, remove the fear. Take the bracelet off. Take your breath of five. Come back to balance. How do you feel now? Take another breath of five. Put the bracelet back on when you're in balance. Mm. And I love wearing my, I'm glad you said crystal bracelet. I love wearing my crystals. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because they do help to ground me. To It's like uh, an emotional ballast, an energetic uh -huh. ballast of sorts. Yeah, absolutely. My, uh, I train. Uh, I train a lot of people with crystals, um, using crystals as a tool for frequency. So your breath is is your energy, and your crystals are your frequency, and your angels are your light. So mind, body, and soul. So you're mirroring your soul is mirroring your physical through frequency, light, and energy. That's and um, if you if you remember to use that bracelet as a tool. We all go through situations that are stressful many times, but don't get stuck playing the same channel. Choose yes. to use your breath and change it and um, take the bracelet off. Don't let the bracelet hold you prisoner to that situation. Absolutely. The other thing I've noticed with my crystals, I don't know if you've noticed this, um, some of them, especially uh, clear quartz, is is good for this you can program a frequency into it yes so return there later just by contact with the crystal okay bring this experience mm -hmm. back and you me. and uh, clear quartz is archangel gabriel <laughs> and archangel gabriel is the white clouds in the sky and it's clearing your mind. If you walk through the passageway of your mind, your third eye, you go down a long white passage that takes you to, to these locked doors or these open doors. And Gabriel will help you to clear your mind if you keep a piece of quartz crystal around you. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. 
So even if you lie down, so if my clients are lying down and there's healing going on and you place a little piece of quartz crystal on there, if there's somebody suffering with feeling down, feeling like yeah. doubtful, fearful, and you place a small piece of crystal on the third eye, Archangel Gabriel goes in and opens those shut tight doors and gives you freedom to open a space. That's beautiful. Uh-huh. We are already headed down to the end of this segment. So before we, we end up wrapping, I want to share, I'd like to invite you to share, as better said, uh, the free gift that you brought for the listeners. Yes. Yeah. So first of all, I want to say a huge thank you, Zofia, for inviting me onto this lovely um, uh, podcast. I think it's so important to get the message over and you're just wonderful. I love your energy. And um, I have uh, created an ebook, very easy to download, a PDF, and it's 101 affirmations. And if you choose today, just for today, I find my voice. Just for today, I stand as perfect and you wear it like a cloak. You actually will give yourself confidence to speak up, confidence to see your beauty. So you can go into any of these pages, which I've given prompts in the pages, and you can choose an affirmation and wear it proudly for the day. That sounds absolutely marvelous. But I have a question for you. Yes. (laughs) Because I'm sure other people have probably had this experience as well. Back in the day, Mm-hmm. I was introduced to affirmations long before I woke up. And my experience with them was this. I would take the affirmation. I would go to the mirror and I would say, I am smart. I'm accomplished. I'm beautiful. And there would be this voice in my mind going, no, you're not. <laughs> you're fat. You're ugly. You messed up last week. <laughs> right? <laughs> that kind of junk would dump back. What, what do you recommend for someone who's, struggling with the programmed mind garbage that yes okay such a good question so i believe that the affirmations come from your feeling part of you not from your thinking part so if you imagine that you have your heart which is your feelings which is the feminine and your mind which is the thoughts which is your um, uh, male your your masculine um, you sometimes will get the mind trying to hold you hostage and keeping lots of thoughts running around yeah what i ask everybody to do that i work with is start to see as soon as a as soon as you say an affirmation, I am beautiful, Rose, and then my heart says, mm, I don't feel beautiful today, stop. See a stop sign in your mind, a red stop sign. When you see the stop sign, trigger it with a really happy memory. So mine is my dog. I love my dog. It's not my children or my husband. It's my little dog that's so <laughs> trusting. And so yeah. I see little yeah, the- Suki. The, the, the person or the animal that you love most unconditionally Absolutely. and purely. Yes. I, I frequently ask mothers, go back to that moment your baby was placed in your arms oh, you the see. first time. Yes. Yeah. So it's so important because what happens is the affirmation then, you, you say stop, don't, don't have imposter syndrome, you are a beautiful soul. You, you, you see Suki, I would see Suki, my little doggy in my mind and feel all happy. And when I'm happy, I feel in my, in my soul, in my heart space, actually just for today, I'm going to work on just feeling, how does it feel to be beautiful me to myself, not to anybody else, so I feel beautiful inside out. I love that. Thank you. That is a very useful uh, 
assist in being able to use yes. the tools that you've brought. So if you would like to get a hold of Rose Henry, if you uh-huh. would like to get a hold of her gift, uh, you can go to sovereignself.media and she'll be up at the top of the speaker page there. So you'll be able to click a link to get in touch with her or and or you don't even have to choose. You can do both. Uh, download this beautiful gift of affirmations. Thank you so much. Thank Thank you so much, Sophia. I really, really appreciate your time. And I hope that even if one thing resonates with anybody, that they start to stand in their true light and just just enjoy that feeling of your soul connecting with you. Yes. Thank you. It's been a wonderful, wonderful conversation. And I really enjoyed it. Digging deep with you. And to all of the listeners out there, I'm so grateful that you joined us. And if you have additional questions about the show, if you have comments about the show, if there is someone that you would like to see me talk to and dig deep with, uh, go ahead and shoot me a quick email. Ask Zofia, A-S-K-Z-O-F-I-A at transformationspace.co. And I read all the emails that come in and I look forward to hearing from you. And until next week, go out and live soul first. Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Sovereign Self can be heard live every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Please join host Sophia Renea Morales again next week, right here 